Hello, 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 everyone. Champions of prayer and faith. Thank you so much for being with me today. Praise God. Um, Jaylene is on route in route here, so I know this is a new time for us to have the prayer and our discuss our topic discussions. But I think this is going to work out better for everybody. So we're just going to wait for a few more minutes for people to join us because I'm so happy to uh, be able to also uh, address questions and, and have you all be um, here live with us as we are praying and um, just have it more, uh, more of a session where we're all together, we're all involved. So I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting a few more minutes for a few more people to sign on and join us. We're going to be talking today about um, activating the compassionate heart of God in our lives. Praise God. And that's an exciting subject because the more compassionate we are, the more our faith will work um, and the more we'll be able to, um, to stay in faith and to have God's best for our lives. So, um, hello, hello. I'm just waiting for more people to come on. Praise God to sign on with us. Praise the Lord. Uh, you know, that covenant of, of 
of retribution and you know if you did not if you messed up you know then you know immediately there was the grace wasn't really there for you but you know thank god god had a plan to uh bring the lord jesus praise god and he had a plan to, to bring the lord jesus christ so that he could just display his passion and his compassion for our lives so go with me over to first john 4 7 and we're going to read that first in the King James, 1 John 4, 7. Praise God. Our God is love. And, you know, I love the scripture that says that God has transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his son, which is love. So we are surrounded by love. God loves us. And so we need to think about that. Instead of thinking about... Uh, the way that the world thinks, because this world is full of darkness, this world is full of, of you know, um, evil, and, you know, Satan, uh, Satan is the god of this world, and this world system, so it's like, you know, you can get into the mindset of thinking, the first mistake I made, I'm going to get smacked, or something's going to happen, see, that's not the way, that's not the kingdom that we're a part of, we are a part of the God's kingdom, which is love, and so, Jimmy, would you read that first, John 4, 7? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loves God, he that loves not, knoweth not God, for God is love. And this was manifested, the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if, you got, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he that he has given us of his spirit. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. So, um, so God is love. It says it right here that, and so the more that we meditate the the word of God, the more that we believe, and we need to meditate love scriptures. I mean, it's not just to know God to love the world and He gave His only begotten Son, but we need to meditate and we need to see our lives in. God's love, in the kingdom of love. We need to allow our faith to grow in respect of that and the fact that we live in the kingdom of love. We live in the kingdom of God. Things are done differently for us. It's not done according to the world way, right, right, Ms. Jay? We are under a covenant of grace. We are covenant of, of love. So, so love, so God is compassionate towards us. And um, he's always, the plan that he has for our life is a, is a plan of compassion, of his compassion, to show his mercy, to show his goodness. To which, you know, I was thinking, and I'm not sure if I said this before, but uh, one day I was talking, I was thinking about how much I love Jasmine and my, my daughter and how far I would go to do for her and help her. And then the Lord said to me, he said, he says, I will go so much farther. I mean, you know, your love and what you have for her and the attention which you have for her and the, the much, you know, planning and, you know, all your life that you've done for her. I mean, I am so much more. I am far, far more than that. Amen. My love that I have for you. 
And so, but, you know, it can't just be a head knowledge, it's got to be a heart knowledge. We have to believe that, we have to um, uh, meditate on that and say that, spend time thinking about it, seeing ourselves in his love, seeing ourselves surrounded by him, by love. His love protects us. And if we do that, then we're going to trust him because until we trust God, then we won't be able to love others the way that God has called us to. Because God has, has shed his broad, shed abroad, <laughs> shed his broad, and God has shed his love in our hearts. When we were born again, we were born of love. And so you may be thinking, well, I don't know, I can't stand people, but, <laughs> but God has put that love on the inside of you. Jenny, would you read that also in First uh, John 4, and let's see, did I put it on the Amplified? I think I have it on the Amplified. Yeah, 4, 7 through 13. It's so much easier in the Amplified. <laughs> yeah, it's in the Amplified. Yes. Um, 4, 7, 13. Mm -hmm. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is spring from God. And he who loves his fellow man is begotten. Born of God and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize and get a better and clearer knowledge of Him. He who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not know and never did know Him, for God is love. Is this the love of God? Was in this the love of God was made manifest, displayed where we are concerned. In that God sent his Son, the only begotten or unique Son, into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation, the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God loved us so much, so very much, we also ought to love one another. No man has at any time yet seen God, but if we love one another, God abides, lives and remains in us, and his love, that love which is essentially his, is brought to completion, to its full maturity, runs its full course, is perfected in us. By this we come to know, perceive, recognize, and understand that we abide live and remain in him and he in us because he has given imparted to us his holy spirit oh praise god that that really breaks it down so um so god has put us in himself he has put us in his kingdom we have to make a god has put us in in him in love He's, he's put us in the kingdom of love. He's filled us with his love. And so when we get a picture, and as we meditate the word of God, we're going to get a picture of the way our life is set up. We are in love. God put his love in us. And now as we love other people, see, we're free to love other people. That's what I guess I'm trying to get out and trying to say right. that. That we're free to respond in love. And the more that we trust God, the more that we trust in the love that he has for us, the more we can release love to the people that are around us, the more that we can, and I'm going to say that that word honor is so important. We talk about releasing love because in this world today, people just don't honor people. I mean, people are just, um, you know, there's so much dishonor, which is really of the enemy. 
And but we need to honor people. I mean, in other words, have respect for people. Respect people's uh, feelings. Respect you know people's lives and and be you know considerate and loving. That's all a part of love. So um, you know. Um, you know, honor the the position that someone is standing in. You know, and even if you disagree with them, you're going to approach that situation differently if you honor that position. And God will honor us um, the more that we do that. So it's so important for us to to um, to yield to that place of honor. And you know, there is such humility in love and um, in the love that God has given to us. And because again, the more that we humble ourselves because we believe in the power of his love, the more um, our faith will work because we allow him to uh, bring his plan that he has to pass in our lives. And we're not trying to do it ourselves because when we get into fear, we get into unbelief, we get into doubt that we think, well, God hasn't done anything, so I gotta do this. You know, myself. We're, we're thinking, well, God isn't loving on me right now. God has forgotten all about me right this day. Yeah, sometimes we feel that way when things are not, like, working out the way you want it to be. Or right. expect it to be, you know. That's right. And Especially time when yeah, time comes exactly. back there. You know, and exactly. And you're just like, ugh. Like, oh my gosh. It's, you know, with self. Yeah. Specifically with self. Mm -hmm. I'm just like. Okay, well, it's almost the end of the month, like, I'm supposed to be at this amount, so, you know, it's not all about my time, but not only that, but according to your faith. Yes, according to your faith. Exactly. So, so the more that we believe, but now you believe that God wants you to be on time. I mean, yeah, that's the plan of God. Yeah. And so the more that you believe that, the more that okay. you won't be anxious, yeah. and you won't be, you know, keyed up, and the more your faith can flow, because you're believing in that love. Right. You're believing that he wants the best for you, you know. Right. He takes so much, you know, I, there's one translation that says that the love that he holds, he cherishes the love that he has for us. He cherishes, and so I know how my, when me and my dad want to see how much I want her to succeed, how much I want her to be on top, and even more so how much, God wants you to be on time. He doesn't, his plan is not to make you or to have you be second in anything. He wants right. you to be number one and that he's behind you. So, so again, so when we perceive and we know and we understand that we abide in that love, then our faith can stay on course. And even if we do, things may take a little bit longer than what we anticipate. We can resist being anxious. We can resist being doubtful because we know that, hey, God loves me. And because his love, Love is good, right? Mm -hmm. Love is good. The atmosphere of love is good. We're not talking about lust. We're talking about love. The atmosphere of compassion is an atmosphere of mercy and loving kindness, you know, that God has prepared um, for us. Let's go ahead and read in the Amplified 1 John 4, 16 through 21, just to continue getting a more, more clear picture of mm -hmm. this love. And we know, understand, recognize, are conscious of, by observation and by experience, and believe, adhere to, and put faith in, and rely on the love God cherishes for us. God is love, and he who dwells and continues in love, dwells and continues in God, and God dwells and continues in well, let's stop here just for a second. Now, what just what just rang what went off <laughs> in you when, when you read that? That's that's the key word right there. You, that means that it's kind of like with love, um, with self. You know, again, because I do self. 
um, I know that God loves me, and I know that God wants me to be the top, to be number one, to be the highest and the best, because that's what I'm, you know, claiming every day. I have God's best. I am God's best. And I need to stay in that love. <laughs> so, like, if I encounter, you know, situations with, you know, issues with my coworkers, I need to stay in that love mm -hmm. and not let that love, like, step out of that love to where I try to work things out in my strength and my ability and take my focus off of God's love. And therefore, I'm operating, you know, wanting to go after my <laughs> coworkers, you know, get frustrated and like, oh, you're going to do that to me? Okay, let's see. You know, you're, you do things that are not good or that's not pleasing to God's side. So I'm just, because I'm frustrated or I'm upset, I'm trying to pay them back, you know. But for, for in order for myself to work, in order for, you know, I have to trust God, bless that person. And, you know, if you try to do things to your own strength, it's never going to work out. It's never going to work out. But if you trust, lean, and rely, adhere to God's promises, that you know that God loves you, you let love arise, love yeah. is going to operate, love covers, so it's gonna, everything is going to work out. It may not work out in that moment, but you know what? God has the best for you. Yes. So praise he, God. Yes, and he has that plan already he, that for to, to put you on top. Anyway, he has that plan right. already when everything is said and done, you know what? He has that plan. And, and you know, God has such an awesome way of working behind the scenes when faith is really released. I mean, He can, all those details, it may look one on one side, because I also work in sales too. It may look as though you're on the bottom, but you know, if God has a way, I remember one time in my sales, um, I thought that I was lacking in a month, you know, that my sales were way under. And you know what that was the Lord did? We get ship ins from uh, different, different territories, and he provided a shipment that I had no idea about, but he had it brought it in and it put me way over myself. Only because I think at that particular time, I just stayed in faith. Again, because if we stay in that faith, we stay in that love. I love how this reads. It says here, it says, God is love and he who dwells and continues. In other words, he's saying, if, if our faith is dwelling in love, if our faith is continuing in love, then... Um, then, then we are continuing in God, and God dwells and continuing in us. So that means that the love plan, that means that His words, His promises, because guess what? God, every promise that we have from God is His promise to us when we receive it. And so, and the Bible says in Numbers 23, 19, that He's not a man that should tell a lie. Mm -hmm. So the more that we stay in that love plan, we, just like when you said you resist going off on, you know, the other self-paid people, or you resist, you know, being, allowing jealous, you know, being jealous or envious of them, but you just let love, you know, you're trusting in the love of God, and God will always come yes, through. Yes. He'll always bring that, because that's who he is. He doesn't know how to do anything else. Right. I mean, he doesn't know how, um, his highest and best is to fulfill our desires. And so the more we trust him, the better life gets. Let's continue reading here, verse 17. In the amplifying of first John. In this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion and attains perfection with us, that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, with assurance and boldness to face him, 
because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. That's definitely one second. Now, that says a lot. Because if we're in terror, if we're in fear, and let's say this, let me just back up a little bit. Because if we're anxious, then guess what? We're not in faith. We're in fear. We're in fear. And guess what? You're dealing with terrorizing thoughts. That's what anxiety is all about. Those terrorizing thoughts of what's going to happen. You know, maybe, you know, if this doesn't come through, if, you know, this doesn't work, this is, or this doesn't work, and that makes you stressed out. That makes you in terror. It makes you, then all of a sudden, your faith in His love for you starts diminishing. You're, you're, you're taking your focus off of that because the strong faith keeps its focus on the fact that God is love. And that we have to miss such a revelation of that. That God doesn't just have love, but who that's who he is. When you walk with God, you walk with love. Think about that. When you live in God, you're living in love. And he does not want you to fall, miss out on anything that's good, anything that's worthwhile, anything that's going to bring the highest and best for your life is what love is prepared. That's what God is prepared. So we can be free from, from fear and terror if we stay in that perfect love. It says, uh, there is no fear and love. Dread does not exist. Dread. And guess what, what are the thoughts of dread? They may, they may come with, come deal with themselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. you regret. Guess what? That activates that love that's on the inside of us. 
and then he is free. We began to see the truth because we 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 began to see, you know, his his faithfulness. We began to see the fact that we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be concerned. We don't have to dread. And we're, we free ourselves to stay right in faith and to expect his goodness to rise up and manifest in our behalf. Praise God. Let's continue reading here, um, 18. Okay. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perfect. Love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For not for fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so, so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. So we have to grow into in other words, our, how do we grow? Our faith grows. Our faith grows into that perfection of living in God's love and responding when compromising situations come up or situations that you know stressful situations. But we we respond based upon the love that God has for us, the care that God has for us. But guess what? That takes meditating the Word of God, reading the Word, you know, seeing that that scripture. It's not enough just to be head knowledge. It's going to be on the inside. It's got to be activated from the inside of us so that we're thinking about that all the time. And boy, do we need to think about that. We're in, in perilous times right now. There's so much going on. We can be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But praise mm -hmm. God, if we in faith believe God for His protection, then guess what? He's going to protect us. We're, we've activated that. He'll lead us a different way because, you know, you say, don't turn this way, turn that way because love is directing our path. You know, change the way you eat. And say you want to, you know, you want to lose weight, well, guess what? He wants you to lose weight too. He wants you to be your best. He wants you to be in health. You know, he'll just start working on you, giving you, changing your desires of the kind of food you want to eat, obviously. I don't want to eat that anymore. That's God's love, amen? Showing you what to do, making, helping you to live long and strong and be blessed. You know, um, and it's just, it's just so awesome how this force of love and this union with love that God has put us in. And so, we, in other words, I want to say, we don't have to get all stressed out about it and think, well, how am I going to find God's love? How am I going to get by God's love? But if we just simply spend the time in the Word and just read the Scripture, just read, if you just read the Scripture, you know, a couple times every day, just read that and read it in first person, present tense. You know, Father, I am not afraid, for there is no fear in love in the name of Jesus. I have, I possess full-grown, complete, perfect love, and it has turned fear outdoors. It has expelled it. Every trace of from my life. You just begin to say that. And then you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit starts working in you. You know, taking that seat and just activating, pushing the right button so love pops up. You start hearing according to love. You get rid of that anxiety. You cast down devil. Get away from it. You're nothing but a liar in the name of Jesus. I have already got, I got God's love and I got his plan and I got his answers. In Jesus' name. Let's let's finish that up. Sure. Amen. We love him because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and hates, detests, abominates his brother in Christ, he is a liar. But he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. 
Can this command, charge, order, injunction we have from, from him, that he who loves God shall love his brother, believer also. Amen. So boy, is that important. It's so important. So we can't say, and we see this all the time, we can't say, oh, I love God so much. I love God. But yet still, you know, we're saying evil things about our brother. We're, we're easily offended at our brother. We want to embarrass our brother. We want to be, you know, sometimes people say murky things or things that are, are not out of the heart of love. You think, now would Jesus answer that way? Would Jesus think that way? Would love say this? And say that? Would, would love respond that way? No. <laughs> So the Bible says that the love of God will constrain us. So in other words, if we're gonna if we the more that we have faith in this love, the more we're gonna abide in it. And it's gonna change our reactions. So that we right? Amen. Because I know Jaylene, I have seen I have seen Jaylene just grow so much in her love life, so much in her patience, so much in you know, in the grace of God. Because the more the more that we grow in love, the more we grow in grace. And you're, it's not just about us receiving grace, but it's about us giving grace. And I've seen you just grow so much in just Thank giving grace. Thank you so much, yeah. Oh, I mean, so Praise <laughs> God. It's, it's really just, like, you know, you asked me what message would you share yeah. to me. And so I just kind of like, you know, was asking, you know, kind of just trying to be sensitive within me and, and ask, like, what do I really need to grow in? What area do I need to grow in? The love walk. <laughs> so I was like, let's talk about love because this is what I need to work on. Yes. You know, I am thankful that you're seeing the change and I'm seeing the change. And excuse me, praise God that this is, you know, talking about the love, just knowing the love and operate and demonstrate the love, give the love is something that we need to activate, we need to walk in and you know, again, demonstrate and grow, especially grow in that area because we, you know, we are dealing with a lot of situations with people that like different attitudes. I have an attitude. I need to grow in that love. I'm not perfect. So, you know, having to learn and hear about this all the time is just something that I need to grow in and grow up in. Praise God. And we're all, because again, it said here that we all come to the maturity of love, amen, and that means that we're, you know, the maturity of us receiving his love, and because we receive his love, we give his love, you know, we we trust him, so, and, and when the enemy starts coming, starts trying to pressure you and think, you know, get out of love, be anxious about this, be care, you know, carefree, I mean, be, be worried, be anxious, you know, take the care of it, take the burden, take the disappointment, take the defeat, say no, because that's not the plan of love, amen. Right. Exactly. And so, and the more, you know, um, I've heard testimonies and I'm thinking about even Brother, Brother Copeland, let me just bring this up and share this one time. I mean, you heard this testimony when we went to the Southwest Believers Conference. We talked about how he stumped his toe on a, you know, actually broke his toe. He said he heard his toe break when he stumped it. And he was in so much pain. And, but he just immediately started talking about scriptures, about the healing scriptures. Well, you know, he was, he was immediately rising up, letting his faith rise up in the fact that God loved him. Amen. And to make a long story short, he didn't even go to the doctor, which I thought was amazing. He didn't even go to the doctor. So, um, and that means that his faith was at such a level, such a trust in God, that he didn't even go to the doctor, that 
he allowed and used the power of God, the love of God, to heal that toe. And which and he, he received a feeling the very next day to heal that toe without even going to the doctor. Wow. He didn't allow, and he said the devil's trying to get him to look at the toe, you know, and all of us to put the focus on the toe, but he put the focus on the love. <laughs> His faith put the, the focus on the fact, you know, Jesus was already showing how much God loved us when he went to that cross and he bore our sickness and disease and everything, every infirmity, infirmity for the whole world. But he, his faith automatically delved into or dived into that love and he received his healing without even going to the doctor. And so think about if we keep just staying in the love, you know, just going deeper and deeper in the love that God has for us, the more our faith will work and the more our faith is going to get bigger and bigger capacity and we'll be able to receive more because we'll stay in faith and we'll cast off those those um, distrusting thoughts that the enemy comes against us with. Let's read uh, Romans 5, 5. And would you read that first sure. thing? I'll read it in the Amplified. Yeah. Such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us. But God's love has been poured in, poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So, let me get one again. The Holy Spirit, uh, put God's love. We were born of God and we were born of love. So think of this. This is like a magnet. You're born of love. Your spirit, who is the real you, remember I always go back to this, we are a spirit being. We have the soul, which is a mind, will, emotion, and we live in this body. But automatically, your spirit is born of love, of who you are. And so automatically, that love is there and God put that love in you so that it would draw his love to you. And then it would release love out of you. So um, we already have it. We've got that love. Now we just have to mature and use it. Now our flesh does not want to love. Our flesh wants to, it's like a spoiled baby. And then it's, it's, it's a feed me, feed me. Or I want what I want what I want. Then it gets anxious. And then the, the enemy comes against our natural mind to affect our flesh to get us so that, you know, that distrust. But if we will stay in the spirit, and we'll stay in that place of love. Our spirit, and we just yield our mind, will, emotions, make our flesh submit to that. Our spirit will just dive deep into the love, and then deep into the promise, deep into the, the flow of God's, you know, word, which will never return void to, that he's given to us, and help us to receive, amen, our faith to receive what God has promised us. Let's read also, Ms. Taylor, would you read uh, Psalm? 
or things that we don't, um, I don't appreciate or I don't like, you know, instead of blaming my brother for it, I covered that with love. Yeah. You know, if someone asks, well, who did this? You know, I'm not quick to say, oh, my brother did it. Mm-hmm. You know, or, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, instead of, you know, blaming my brother or judging him, I cover him with love. Oh, you know, well, I apologize. It was a mistake that happened. Mm-hmm. That you can just forgive us or, you know, because not everyone is open or have that love or that grace because we're, we're so used to responding with our feelings. Right. You know, with our frustration. That or, right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> like my manager, he emailed me about a long email about this customer. And although I knew it was a lie because this person lied about me, you know, he was, you know, the devil uses flesh and blood. He yes, has to be See that joy, please. To blame you or you make accusations, false accusations mm-hmm. that, you know, and so how do I respond with that? Do I respond to that email with anger? You know, and I started pulling, you know, trying to reply and say, well, you can't look at the, you pull the cameras and you're going to see that I did this and I did that, but no. And then I started erasing everything. <laughs> okay, this is not going to be nice. So let me just not reply to this. I'll talk to my manager. You know, right in a graceful way, mm-hmm. in a graceful exactly. way. You know, and I have that situation too where um, I didn't realize that you know everything. I I'm always relating because I you know it's about my daily right situation. You know, and um, there are situations that happen to where it had nothing to do with me, but you know because I wrote up the order, it's my fault. It's mm-hmm. this is my problem, mm-hmm. so I'm supposed to take action. And so one of, you know, one of the staff, like, sending me, like, emailing me, and was not nice, like, emailing me, and all my managers said, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, and we are not to set up our drivers for, you know, for failure. And I was not, right. not happy. It was, it was not nice, because, you know, everyone was involved, and I was like, it was just a simple mistake. Mm-hmm. An honest mistake that could have been corrected mm-hmm. with love. Right. You know, mm-hmm. how, how would you deal with this? Okay, you know what? I apologize. Let me go ahead and take care of the situation. But no, it was marked to where, you know, the devil does that. Yes. He yes. points that finger towards you and say, well, Jaylene should have known. Jaylene should know how to do her job correctly. We wouldn't be dealing with this situation. You know, and so the customer called in was like apologizing to me because I wasn't sure how to deal with the situation. You know, you, you try, you need to not, you know, be slow to speak and be quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. That way you don't respond in wrath, in anger, mm-hmm. in your emotions. Right. And so the customer, I called the customer, I was quick to call the customer, like, oh my gosh, let me apologize. I did not realize I did this, you mm-hmm. know. And the customer was like apologizing to me, and I'm like, wait, what? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, because I responded with grace. Yeah. I yeah. covered, you know, perfect. I covered that with love, and instead of me pointing my finger back to yeah. my coworker or customer service, I was like, you know what? We work for the same company. I will do this correctly. I will right. deal with this in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and it turned out because my customer was apologizing and all that. Oh, you know, um, you know, you don't even have to apologize. I said this, you know, I asked you to ring this up, but you know, mm-hmm. it was it was an honest mistake. So it turned it. It turned. Yeah, it, it changed the atmosphere. The atmosphere mm-hmm. and. Because I chose to um, respond in love and grace, yeah. it changed the atmosphere. And my customer ended up apologizing too, and I was like, wait, what? I made the mistake. Why are you apologizing to me? Right. <laughs> oh, no, because that person, you know, whoever this person was blaming them was like, well, she's going to do this, and she's not getting it, and I will make sure that all the managers knew about mm-hmm. this. It was like, seriously, it was not a big deal. Praise God. It was, it's not a big deal. Right. Praise God. I, I appreciate you calling me up and I, I, admitting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that I, I did something bad and I'm trying to hide from it or trying to, like, pass the bucket and say, well, can you do my right. job? Mm-hmm. You know, I called my customer and said, you know what, I found this. I didn't realize that I did not. You know, I didn't. Um, it was a bad day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I apologize. I didn't realize that. Right. We needed a flat plate adapter, you know. Right. You know, because I've sold this so many times. Everyone has sold this product, and you know, just the headboard, and then you bring up the, um, you sell the headboard only, because so you have to sell the metal frame. Mm-hmm. But because there's no specific metal frame to this headboard, mm-hmm. it's not a bad set that right. comes with. There's no bad set that comes with it. Mm-hmm. I have to bring up. I have to charge a customer the black plate adapter. Right. I didn't realize that because I've sold this so many times and I've never had this situation. Mm-hmm. It was just a simple mistake. Okay, you know, once I brought it to my manager's attention, can you email all the sales reps and make sure that when they sell these specific headboards, mm-hmm. to make sure that they sell the black plate adapters with it? Mm-hmm. Sure, no problem. Right. See, they didn't even know that. Right. So, but because mm-hmm. you, but the main thing is that because you did not yield to that responding with that email, with, with that, you know, the accusations, that was of the enemy, those fiery darts trying to get you to respond in fear, to mm-hmm. get you to respond according to the flesh. And because you didn't, but you just impulsed it. Let me just, let me just back up. You know, that was a, that was the love of God working yeah. in you. Yeah. Or the compassion of God working in you because you just because you didn't automatically shoot right back at her, which is a normal reaction when somebody right. tries to come against you. So when when you don't respond immediately with shooting back, that's the compassion of of, of right. love inside of you. And so because of that, and then you took authority basically because you 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 went and talked to your manager and you talked to the customer. I mean, you changed the whole atmosphere. Right. Your faith did and allow God's love, so you release the love of God in that whole situation right. and overcame what the enemy was trying to do. Yeah, that way you don't prolong the situation yeah. and keep going back and forth. It's right his power right, right away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, just be, again, be mature in God's love. Yeah. How no, you dealing, dealing with that. You know, yeah. like be, be the mature person and say, you know what, how do I fix this situation? Yeah. yeah. You know, instead yeah. of coming against that person and saying, well, why would you blame me? And why would you email the world about this? You know, right. you know? Mm-hmm. or why would you even tell the customer about me? And you know, why would you downgrade me? Exactly. You know, instead of me going there, exactly. I dealt with it in a future way. In a more sure way, yeah. according to God's love.
Absolutely. And so, and, and please note that the mature way is the love way, and because then your faith can work. The mature way is the love way, and then it activates God's love for you. You don't have to. You know, whenever we, we try to handle a situation outside of love, we're, we're excluding God out, where our flesh will exclude God, because fear comes in. But but as long as we're doing it God's way, we're doing it in love, God is right there. And we know, no, we have talent this thing, you know, but if we can just repent. I mean, there's times I've gone to people and said, you know what, I apologize for the way that I responded to you. That was, not, And this was a person that actually had, had come against me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and you know what, one thing I want to say to you is that we're not accountable for the way that other people act, but we're accountable for the way that we act. We want our faith to stay in power. You know, other people... They don't even know about faith, so they don't believe in faith. But we have a harvest that we're cultivating, amen, that requires our love to be in compassion, us to believe in it. And the more we're in that, praise God, God's covenant and our inheritance is going to show up. Praise God. Just in closing here, so if Devin, would you just read that Psalm 103 for? He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. Right. So he, he, yeah, he crowns you. He crowns your life. We've been crowned with faithful love. His love never changes. And compassion. The word compassion, it means sympathy to pity, to be moved with compassion. So it's not just God is just looking at you and just going, oh, I'm so sorry for that. I'm so sorry for that. It's not that what he's talking about. He's talking about that he is moved with with his power is released to alleviate whatever you're dealing with. You know, the compassion that he holds from us, for us. And also, would you read uh, Matthew 9, 36? So when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad, and sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Praying therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So, and I just key on this that he said he was moved with compassion. Mm-hmm. God is moved with compassion towards us, praise God. He doesn't want the world showing us up in any way, amen, or um, the world taking advantage of us in any way. He, he is, I mean, he is a loving father a loving parent in the ultimate sense. So you can trust in the love that God has for you. And so we're going to stop right here for this part of it. Um, As we talk about activating our heart of compassion, the first thing that we need to do is that we need to build our faith in the compassion that God has for us and the love that God has for us and in the faithfulness that he has for us. He is, he cherishes his love. He is with you. I mean, it is a force of love all around you. So just close your eyes just for a moment. Let's just thank him right now for that love. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Father, I thank you for loving me. I sense your love now. I receive the full force of your love in my life. You are love. And I am in love. My life, the plans that you have for me are plans of love, plans of compassion, plans of your faithfulness, 
plans to manifest your good plans to manifest your good I refuse to be anxious. I refuse to be anxious. I have no fear in me. I have no fear. I trust God. My Father God is good. He is love. And He is with me. He is the force of love is all around the I am a spirit. I am born of God. I am born of love. I love all that are around me. I am not afraid. I will not live in terror. I have no anxiety. I'm in the perfect place of God's love for me. I'm in the perfect time of God's love for me. God is manifesting His love for me and through me. I'm in love, I'm in God, and He is in me. I release His love. My faith releases God's love in the name of Jesus. Praise God and glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. If you're with us now, if you have pray, uh, prayer requests, please type them in, and we're going to pray uh, for them. As soon as we get done, we're going to pray through some of the prayer guides, and then we'll pray for your, your prayer requests. So please type them in. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for being in the for being so faithful to your word, so loyal to your children, Lord. We give you all the glory, glory to your name. We come to worship you here and the truth this day to honor you. We praise you, Father. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to forgive us of our sins. May they forgive us that. Yes, Lord. We confess that we're going to be moving the mercy of the atonement of the blood of Jesus that has burst away. Thank you, Father. And it's penalty from our lives. We receive the, the care part of from the penalties of sin. Thank you for on our Lord. The blessing of the Lord is now resting on us. We plead the protection of the blood of Jesus over our lives, family, home, and every inch of our property. We decree the bloodline over every door and window of our home. We declare no evil will cross that bloodline in the name of Jesus. We receive the the liberty to hear your voice and we walk with you today and forever. We are sensitive to your voice. A voice of the good shepherd we hear. Our Father's voice we hear. A stranger we are not here. We will not follow for we are sensitive to your audible voice. Every decision we make is an agreement with them. We are conscious and sensitive to the righteousness you have given us. The blessing of the Lord is now governing and abundantly increasing everything we do without hindrance. No good thing is delayed, stolen, or being withheld from us in the name of Jesus. This includes our ministry, business, all the works of our hands, our relationships, every business appointment, every decision made about us, and every decision that we make. The curse is no place anywhere in our lives, bodies, families, business ventures, or finances. By the protection of the blood of Jesus, everything is here on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, Father. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. 
in the name of Jesus, we put on the whole armor of God today, God, so that we will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We stand therefore we go our warnings with about with the tree. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We take on the helmet of salvation. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God today. So the word that we speak today is God empowered being ready. Above all we take the shield of faith wherewith we quench all the fire darts of the wicked. But we pray always with all prayer and supplication in the inner spirit as we watch with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Lord is the Lord. We surrender this time of prayer to the guidance and unction of the Holy Spirit as He reveals, transmits, and discloses your truth to us. In the name of Jesus, we are sensitive to the transmission of your love, life, and life that the Holy Spirit is revealing within us. You are quickening to us as we pray. Bearing witness with our spirit that we are God's child in the earth. Holy Spirit, you are revealing to us all the riches of the glory of your inheritance that is within us. As we pray, Holy Spirit, you are revealing, releasing the mystery of God's wisdom and power into your Father, your kingdom is manifesting. You are being glorified in the name of Jesus. We decree we are last today by the Holy Spirit into all truth, mortifying the deeds of our flesh. We cry, Abba, Father, you are our Father. We are living our life as a son. Child, loved by you, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We praise and thank you, Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Father of to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. We ask you to enlighten the eyes of our own so we will know, operate, demonstrate, and receive, and excel in the hope of your calling. The riches of the glory of your inheritance in us and the saints. Thank you, Father, for coming to know that you to offer and demonstrate the exceeding greatness of your power towards us as a believer. According to the working of your mighty power, which you worked in Christ when you were at hand from the dead, let him and us of your own right hand, and the heavenly place far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that world is around us. We have put all things under your feet and under our feet and gave him to be the hand over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that fills us all in all. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father, we submit to your order, your command, your injunction. We believe in We put our faith and trust in and adhere to and rely on the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who loves others. 
Father, we pray for Jasmine right now. God, we know somebody, and we intercede for her. God, we have to promote her. We thank you, Father, for the doors that are opening, for the prosperity that's coming forth. Hey, we have your perfect plan, Father. Oh, the harvest of peace. We thank you, Father, and God, for your wondrous plan. For your, oh, and your wisdom and grace and strength, Father God, and working in her, Father, your direction, Father God, working in her, Father God. Every voice of the enemy is silenced in Jesus' name and the flow of the love of God. The Lord in my life, directing every decision, directing every thought, directing every word that she speaks. Oh, let the Lord be magnified, who is pleasure and the prosperity of his saints and servants in the name of Jesus. Anyone else need prayer? Father, we pray for Tanya right now. Oh, Father, we just thank you for your hand upon her. Give your strength, Father God. In the name of Jesus, for your wisdom and your direction, Father God, in Jesus' name. We just thank you, Father God, for strengthening her whole family, the loss of her niece, Father God. We thank you, God. Oh, Father, we plead the blood of Jesus. Jesus over all of our family, Lord. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you, God, of your strength and your grace, your comfort of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We thank you for the love plan, love answers. Hallelujah. Oh, just, just close your eyes. Just lift your hands. We'll be here. Just sense the love of God, the presence of God. Here right now with us. And I know that you're, praise God, right, right in your house. Right in your oh, from what they did. about the love, the love of God. The presence of God. Hallelujah. There a fear has been put to flight in the name of Jesus. Anxiety is put to flight in the name of Jesus. Oh, and Father, we thank you for the peace team. The sense of wholeness, the sense of nothingness and nothing broken, the sense of peace with us in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for being with us. This will be a new time for us. Uh, from here on, we're going to be at 11 o'clock, and we will uh, be taking live prayer requests, questions. So we want you to invite your families or friends and people, let them know about it. and. And, you know, just type your questions in because we're going to have this format now so that we can have you involved. Um, we're moving into our new location, so we want to invite you. If you're here in Las Vegas, I'm not sure if you can see this, but you visit our, the Las Vegas Church of the Harvest page. You can see it. Our flyer, um, no, uh, October, November, October the 8th at 1030. We're moving in, so we'll be back in with the services. And I believe next week we're going to also have prayer from our uh, church. So. Praise God, we'll be sanctified to the library. It's be fun here, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to really hear a song that would be loud because yeah. it's so quiet. And it's quiet, yeah. Thank you guys for your patience and for tuning in. Um, during the week, you know, when you, um, when, you do, when you get a chance to tune in, we just ask you to put in your request. So 
And yes, please, please do. So we love you. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. God bless. God bless.